Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly. Listen! Nintendo Voice Chat episode 421, live from Germany at Gamescom 2018. Today I'm joined by Tina Amini. Hello. Sydney Goodman. What up? And over there, an actual German. Good morning, Zach. Per Schneider. <laughs> Guys, we're here to talk about Nintendo, but first I wanted to ask the question that's on everybody's mind at a show like this. How's your Gamescom? It's pretty good. Yeah? Played it's some Nintendo. Good. Yeah. Well, that's nice for you. 
I haven't been playing anything. Actually, that's that's not a. I brought my Switch. I've been playing my Switch. So I haven't played any game demos. Oh, you haven't played anything. What are you doing here? I invited you for a reason. It's been pretty chill so far. I mean, the halls were only filled with journalists and you know investors mm -hmm. and stuff. Now the doors are open to the public. Right. So now you have to recreate that scene from Crocodile Dundee where you walk over heads to mm -hmm. get to anything. Does that work? Wait times used to be Smash Brothers used to be like 15 minutes are now going to be like six hours. Yeah, we went oh, down good. yesterday during yeah. the press day to play some stuff, and and our wait times are pretty pretty minimal. It was quick. Yeah, but we I imagine started. it's a nightmare today. This is my first this is my first year at Gamescom where I've actually had an opportunity to go to the show floor. Well, this is my third year, but I've never gone to the floor before and I was kind of surprised to see just how huge this game is. You know, they, they bill it as like the biggest gaming convention and in the world. Is. For good reason, right? There'll but, be multi-hour yep. lines for Splatoon 2, which is available on your Switch right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, that happens at if you want the too. real Gamescom experience, you hear to hear first. Uh, play Splatoon 2 <laughs> as soon as you can. Just run right out there and do it. Guys, a lot of Nintendo news coming out of Gamescom. Uh, and Nintendo news that's not coming out of Gamescom. Some stuff we heard just sort of outside the cycle of the show. I did want to cover off on some new stuff before we got into the games that we've been playing here at the show. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I wrote here in my notes, Friggin' Grandia is coming to Switch. Isn't that great? Grandia yeah. 1 and 2, yeah. both coming to Switch. Now, if you guys don't know Grandia, that's uh, uh, Game Arts, the guys behind Lunar and Silphied, uh published by Gung Ho. They've been getting into a lot of these like sort of remaster publishers and stuff. And this is Grandia 1 and Grandia H2, uh, HD Remake, Grandia yep. 2 HD Remake. And uh, I love these games. Like The original one for PlayStation, uh, beautiful sprite work, really cool like classic JRPG. And then Grandia 2 for the Dreamcast. That's my jam. So. so we've known about this for a while. We weren't allowed to talk about it. But, um, what? What's, You're telling what's, me journalists um, know about stuff before it happens? <laughs> what's, yes. What's happening now, I think, you know, the, the Vita obviously is not a vibrant platform in Japan mm -hmm. anymore. And the Switch is sliding in and it's becoming the RPG machine. Right. At the same time, like uh, Famitsu had a report on Langrisser, the, the yeah. classic uh, Mega Drive, um, you know, Genesis games, also coming now out to mm -hmm. Switch uh, in, in full remake. So I think you're, you're going to see a lot of bygone JRPGs making the transition to Switch, which is awesome. Not only that, but yeah. a lot of like the niche RPGs that were showing up on Dreamcast or pff, Dreamcast, PSP yeah. and Vita, uh, like you know things from uh, like uh, uh, Atlas yep. or, or Game Arts, like things like that. Yep. So that, that's really exciting that we get these like really niche sort of RPGs yep. uh, coming to Switch. So here's hoping cool. for Ogre Battle, of course. Oh God, Atlas. Ogre. What if they brought Let Us Cling Together? I, I want 64. Really? Give me Ogre Battle. Over 64. Tactics Ogre? Yes. Not every, every day. You're not a Matsuno fan? No, I, 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 it's good. But Write it down. There's still two days left of Gamescom. That's you right. Might have your chance. Come on, Atlas, get with it. I want it. Uh, okay, so next up on the list, we heard that uh, Telltale's bringing the entire Walking Dead series over to Switch. Uh, first season is dropping on the 28th. Uh, that includes 400 days. And it's coming out for $24.99, which I think is a little bit steep. Tina, you and I were talking about this a little bit last night. Yeah, I mean, there's such bite-sized seasons, but at the same time, I guess, at season four, and considering that you, I imagine, would that, would that include season four? No, it doesn't, does no. it? Then, no. you know, it's I, seasons. I, I so take it all back. It's wait, definitely so that too pricey. price just for the first season? Yeah, $24.99 just for season one, and I then thought, seasons two and three drop later this year. So. Oh, yeah, I thought you were saying $25 or $24.99 for Everything. all of them. I no. was going to say, yeah, well, then that would be cheap fine. did you want it to be? Because <laughs> about, like, like, every episode is about two hours long, I would say, yeah. if yeah. I recall correctly. And, and this first season was excellent, um, mm -hmm. but that's not even... That's not even uh, you know, it's so old at this point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can get you can get the entire first season for much cheaper on other platforms. So twenty four yeah. ninety nine yeah. kind of feels steep to me. I don't know. What but do you think? I 
am in. Sorry, you just. No, that's okay. I, I just uh, pointed yeah. in that general yeah. direction, <laughs> so you know. You it guys, counts as one human now. Both of us all the way over on that side of the stage. Take the ball, run with it. I was gonna say I because I played the first season and then I just never had time to keep playing and I'm really into playing it on a mobile platform. Same. So I played the first season on my iPhone way back when that was like a novelty and now it's kind of nice to think okay this is a perfect excuse for me to go back through seasons two and three now well, a question to the panel before we go too much further will i actually go back and play seasons two and three never i think you could totally pass on it and be no, fine Paris, right i absolutely it, won't. it's not gonna happen i mean just you've been away from your your switch you've been working very hard here you've Thank been you. away for, from your switch for like a week and about 20 games have dropped. I've played like, all those games, actually. You, so. ha you have not. You, me and Brian Altano. Nope, yeah. not true. It's a good but, point, um, though, especially because it's on Switch and there's so many other things to play. Why would you, especially, you could just do like yeah. a little recap online mm. and be fine. But, but if you're a fan of, you know, good <laughs> comics and Walking Dead Season 1 was really, really cool. Uh, yeah. It kind of defined the, the new adventure uh, genre, you know, kind of like the resurgence of like the point-and-click adventure style. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what the market will bear. Like a lot of these games are coming back at very high prices. We talked about Diablo being full price too right. and that's a that's a game from what like 2011 yeah or, you know, 2012, yeah, 2012 yeah it's been a while and so we'll, we'll see if if switch owners will pony up the the big dollars or if it's going to push down the prices over yeah time. i guess if they want to have all of their decisions carry over into season four and play on switch yeah you gotta play the pay the price for that your switch will remember that yeah your switch exactly give me the wolf among us on switch mm. and i'm all there yeah, The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands. Like, I'm interested in some of those uh, Telltale series more so than The Walking Dead because, like I said, I did fall off. I think they'll all come. I mean, once they've got the engine running, I think I, I think it's very easy for them to port. It's just about whether there's demand for them. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, apparently they're bringing the first three no questions asked, so yep. uh, I guess they see that the demand is possibly there. Yep. So. yep. Right on. Moving along, uh, this one's really quick. Luigi's Mansion gets a release date. That's uh, October 12th in North America and October 19th in Europe. Uh, 3DS, though. Right. Yes. That's true. It's coming to 3DS. This is the original Luigi's Mansion for GameCube um, coming to the 3DS uh, just in time for Halloween. Yeah. You got to get spooky in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you play yeah. it on the GameCube originally, Luigi? I had it. It wasn't like a favorite <laughs> of mine. Really? <laughs> it was like, tough. I, I it was cycled tough to, like, through it. You know, like yeah. I think my brother bought it or got it for like whatever he got it for. And I would play it and I was just kind of like, eh. I could also be playing something different. So right? I, I liked it, but it, it was a, it was a fast kind of small experience. Um, I'm actually looking forward to playing it again on the 3DS. I, I love that Nintendo keeps the platform alive, mm -hmm. even if it's you know via ports like Captain Toad or or, or this. Um, you know, and then we'll get all WarioWare games, of course, in sure. between. Yeah, I, I think it's good that it's coming out. I, I loved yeah. uh, uh, Dark Moon. I think Dark Moon is a much better game, much like bigger a more game, realized yeah. version of this game. Yeah. Uh, so it, it almost seems like a step back to me that they're bringing Luigi's Mansion to the 3DS. But then again, we talked about last week's episode. You know, the 3DS definitely has legs. There's still stuff coming out through 2019. So we know that Nintendo has a, a plan to support this platform. And even if it's in the form of like, you know, how many, how many people owning a 3DS missed this game when it came to GameCube? Everybody. Yeah. No, I mean, how seriously. Long ago? What was and that, 30 years ago that it yes, came to GameCube? 330 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's also, it's, it's a shorter game, so I think if they put it on Switch, some people would be disappointed if they compared it with the average length of a Mario game, or even Captain Toad or some of the, the games mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So I think it's good for 3DS. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I travel with both my Switch and my 3DS. I, oh, always, I always bring my 3DS, but I also play all of my Pokemon games. I play Pokemon when I travel. Okay. So I always Exclusively when you travel, only when you're on I the road? I always play at least one Pokemon game when I travel. What's your Gamescom Pokemon game? It is Pokemon Yellow right now. Pah. Okay. That's yep. a good one. Did you get the, the Pikachu Surf mission? 
Not the mini game? No, no. Oh, that's my fave. You'll, you'll get a remake uh, of that soon, so that you don't one? have to bring your 3DS. Mm -hmm. I know, but yeah. I probably still will. <laughs> Purist, <laughs> that's good. Right? I'm, I'm curious, yeah. yeah. Huh? yeah. Uh, okay, another announcement. Speaking of uh, older games coming to newer systems, uh, Saints Row the Third got announced in the Gamescom keynote. Now, here, uh, Saints Row the Third coming to Switch. In my notes, you guys will notice uh, I wrote... W what the swear word I put yeah, a bad yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very uh, on brand with Saints Row, so thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, this yep. is a this is a real non sequitur, right? This kind of <laughs> came out of left field. So they're being very nebulous. They say it's mm -hmm. next year, so sometime. It takes yeah. a long time to port that game. Right. And, uh, it's a big game. I guess more so than talking about, like, Saints Row coming for the Switch, which is fine, whatever, great. Um, that's a weird superhero-style game, right? It's, it's fun. It's I mean, a it's, it's a good game, yeah. Yeah, it, I, do seem, I do feel like it's a, a bit of an odd choice. <laughs> but I guess what I really want to talk about is, like, when we said earlier this year, all year since the Switch <laughs> launched, <clears throat> when we said uh, everything for the Switch, is this what we meant? Like, <laughs> literally everything. You know, like, I, I'm curious. Like, yeah, literally everything because this is great. This is an awesome opportunity for, for players that potentially miss these games, you know, uh, on, on previous platforms. But, like, to your point, <laughs> there are 30 games for the Switch that I haven't even looked at this week. Saints Row? I like mean, Telltale, really? I mean, it's I, like I building a, a third-party virtual console at this point. Like, I, I got no problem with that. But with Saints Row, why wouldn't you go to the last game at right. least? Like something that's <laughs> a little Saints fresher. Saints Row the Third was a much better game. Huh? Saints Row the Third was a much better game. Oh, that's better one. Than Saints Row Four. Yeah, absolutely. So you're you're I, Team Saints Row yes, Three then? Yes, exactly. Okay. So as far as options go, this was the right one. This was the right call. But at the same time, I guess I wasn't there when you guys were talking about everything for the Switch. But I have said that on my own account. Uh, well, that's what I was gonna say. I, I yeah. didn't mean just like just yeah. we. Right. I, I mm -hmm. meant the, the the royal we. Yeah, like we, we did not. We did but not I, uninvite you. Yeah, I think I prefer like every game that comes out to come out on Switch. Just because I like I the accessibility too. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just so every you new have game. the option. Even all yeah. the cookie clicker games options. that you always play when I like, yeah. see you at your desk. And Little you're, like, Alchemist. Just clicking. What yeah, I want that on Switch. Little Alchemist. I don't <laughs> play that anymore, Perry. <laughs> you heard it here first. Little Alchemist for Switch. Whatever that means. Nobody knows. <laughs> Everything on Switch. You combine elements and it makes new forms. Whatever. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want with no late fees or due dates. Ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back, and they'll send you the next title on your list. That means you can get Mario Odyssey, collect all 999 Power Moons, visit Peach in Every Kingdom, and place an impossible-to-find Luigi Balloon before swapping games. It is awesome. And now Gamefly is offering movie rentals as well. Today, every Nintendo Voice Chat listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com slash voice chat. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com slash V-O-I-C-E-C-H-A-T slash voice chat. Check it out. Here we go. Now, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We've been talking a lot about older games coming to Switch, mm -hmm. but we're at Gamescom 2018, the home of the newest games for the summertime in Europe. It's right here. That's quite the qualifier. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to, I, you know, I wanted to lend yeah. the, the, the best special, games right, yeah. in the street, depending on in the street. <laughs> yes. uh, let's talk about the games that we've been it's playing at Gamescom, yeah. the games that we're, we're really enjoying. Um, and if I may, I'd mm -hmm. like to kick it off. You mentioned this one earlier. Uh, one of the games that I've fallen in love with over the course of, of Gamescom this year is uh, Devolver's uh, The Messenger. It's actually it's published by Devolver, but it's coming to us from Sabotage. Uh, this is a super, super cool action platformer in the vein of Ninja Gaiden. 
uh, in the first run through. So it starts off in this kind of like 8-bit style, but as you progress further through the game narratively, it, it you basically switch back and forth between like an 8-bit and 16-bit style, and the paths are different depending on the art style. And so it becomes this, what starts as a very like rudimentary uh, Ninja Gaiden clone, becomes this sort of Metroidvania the further into it that you get. And it's, there's this beautiful sprite work, it's super hard, like <laughs> really, really fun. I, I dig it. Pear, have you had an opportunity to play I haven't it? been able to play it yet, but yeah. I've, seen, I've seen lots of footage of this game, and you and Brian have been talking my ear off about yeah. it. Um, it, it looks really cool. I, you know, full disclosure, I was not the biggest Ninja Gaiden fan. I don't know why that, that franchise had never clicked with me, uh, you know, unlike Castlevania or any of the other kind of like 8 and 16-bit classics, but mm -hmm. it looks really cool to me. Um, so it's going to be, uh, oh, there you this go. We've got, cool. yeah, if you're just <laughs> listening to this, we've Hello, got... Hello, everybody. Damon. I'm wearing a t-shirt for the video game, The Messenger. <laughs> Damon go. just came in wearing, <laughs> wearing a go. Messenger t-shirt, which I'm very jealous of. This is actually... That is a uh, really sick t-shirt. Uh, Where'd you get nice. that? If you guys know yeah, Nina Matsumoto, go. she's an artist that does like a bunch of artwork for... Uh, is this fandom? Is this it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she does a bunch of fandom artwork. Uh, she's done some stuff for Shovel Knight, I think. Super cool. I feel like this just turned into an episode of QVC. Yeah. So order now. You get Damon for free. That's right. Everybody can yeah. nobody can hear you. Yeah, the first ten orders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, da gonna, Damon Hatfield, uh, no sleep, Damon Hatfield. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we uh, we run a tight ship up here, you know. Uh, so anyway, th this game's coming out really soon, right around the corner, August thirtieth release date, twenty dollars. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it um, three, ten out of ten. Three wheels of cheese out of four. Because okay. I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I really love it, and I think that you should purchase when it comes out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely play. Yeah. Tina, uh, really is this, Parrot mentioned this earlier and said that this would look like an Amini game. Is this oh, the kind really? of game yeah. you'd get into? You said yeah. that? Yeah. 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 No, Just like literally right before we started. Um, maybe. Well, Tina beats I, I us in all the games that we play I'll against her, so. A endorsement. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I, I get very impatient with anything involving platforming, but uh -huh. yeah. I'm kind of the Sounds same way, actually. Yeah. 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 I actually got to talk to them at PAX East and um, play it a little bit. I'm very bad. Okay. Not good at all. Yeah. So, just, like in terms of the game or just in, in general? Everything. Okay. <laughs> it was just, it was awful the whole Sydney thing. Sydney Goodman, very bad. <laughs> just yeah. very bad. Sydney Badman. Uh, there you go. There it play is. on words. But yeah, it, I mean, it looks beautiful, and I like the concept of it, but as far as patience and platformers go and my lack of skill in platformers, mm. it's just not really a good mix. Mm -hmm. We well, oh, have the 64-bit generation, I feel like, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah, came yeah. up when, when platformers were sort of uh, not necessarily as in vogue as they mm -hmm. are now. So totally. That makes sense that your, your, your thumbs wouldn't be up to speed in terms They're of... They're not. Right. <laughs> um, we also got to play, uh, speaking of getting your thumbs up to speed, uh, Super Mario Party. More like your wrists. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. more like your wrists. I'm, I'm bummed to say that, that those of you watching this episode, we don't have uh, a ton of B-roll of the actual game or the mini-games. We just got these uh, young hipsters here playing this uh, <laughs> this game in this trailer. And we but didn't even actually see this no, dual we didn't, we didn't screen see situation. But I was just going to ask about that. Yeah, what? they're still not showing that off. You know, no. we saw it behind closed doors at E3 and then uh, immediately leaked that footage, which wasn't cool. But we, we fixed that. But uh, we did see it in action, but we haven't necessarily gotten any hands-on at any other events. I think it would be hard to show the, the dual-screen kind of uh, functionality in, a, like, a live environment. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they obviously had it in their trailers. But what we did get to try out was a kind of like a like a five, um, five mini game run where yeah. we got to you know, play against each other. And I think Tina beat us and everything. Tina did um, come in number one. We did play yeah. this game, this cooking yeah, this game. Is, I think this is the one that they show off in the trailer that yeah. we actually played. So you oh, have a one. pan right. and you flip too. it. Yeah. You right. like try to cook a piece of meat, a little cube what, was it steak. Pork? Yeah, what was it? It looked, cube like, steak. A it looked steak? like a steak, yeah, cube steak. Yeah. 
just a, lightly seasoned. Cow cut into a cube. Seared. Well, yeah. see, that's the trick. If you if you want to get it faster, you just sear it, and then you're okay. fine. You give so it you sear it from every so, side, yeah. and you have to use the Joy-Con, like holding it like the handle yeah. of a pan by flipping it. Mm -hmm. right. And you can kind of flip it sideways. It actually feels really natural. They did yeah. a really nice job with it. The flipping sideways was really difficult for me. I found that if I just let the meat itself rotate, because it would on the natural oil, yeah. oil or whatever was happening on yeah. the pan, right, I'm right, right. overthinking this completely. Cooking with But peanut. when you just, yeah, exactly. When you when you flip it just delicately, uh, it, it'll just, you know, as you yeah. see that little red piece can right you show in front again? of you. Can you show us again? Just, just a little flip. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I felt like as Master <laughs> Chef myself, I felt like I excelled in this uh, this particular mini game because it did feel That's like... That's funny because you did lose. I got second place. <laughs> I beat you, so... That's uh, funny because I really lost. I think yeah. Yoshi even beat you. Who yeah, was our computer like, our, yeah, mysterious But I, I was impressed with the way, again, the, the, the haptic feedback, the sort of uh, HD rumble fu functionality that Joy-Con is. It's really nice. Really on display here, like really great functionality in it, the way that you, she's, Tina's right, like flipping it like really hard, you can, you could throw that, that little steak cube out of the pan, which <laughs> automatically results in like, another one dropping and you have I to start all the way over. I did but, Benny Hanna's. Yeah, yeah, but if you can. <laughs> you tried yeah. some like power You tried moves. to flip it over to like, yeah. a, like a shy <laughs> yeah, guy. Like, here, yeah. here you go. Um, but I think like the, the subtle flipping of uh, all six sides, you know, that, that was probably my favorite minigame of the bunch. There so. were a bunch, yeah. like one was like just running around, uh, running away yeah, from so the little punchy goes. So the next one, the next one we played was a, a block runner where it was kind of a, a horizontal side scroller and all four of us were running away from like a group of, I believe it was booze wearing boxing gloves. Yeah. And uh, there's all these blocks in the way and so you have to kind of Boxbolde in German. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you have to kind of wind your way around each of these blocks and then whoever gets caught by the booze Yep. You know, like it's basically like outrun. You just yep. run people. Yeah. It was like, and I guess it was it's like, like a never ending level too. Like yeah. Well, they do catch up more and more, so there's an end to it. Like the, there the is a limit on it, yeah. but it, yeah. it was like the simplest kind of Mario Party challenge, just going all the way back mm -hmm. to the beginning. There wasn't a lot to it. I felt like my so because I stuck to the top layer yep. level, and you rotated between the two of us. And Pear, I think you were the bottom level mostly. Yeah. And I felt like my level had barely had any blocks in the way. Yeah. No, the game definitely so cheated in your favor, yeah. which is yeah. why you won. That's why I won. I was trying to chop it up. <laughs> Moving between the top and the bottom levels, uh, I didn't have obstacles. So yeah. there were several runs where, you know, based on the level, I just I was able to speed through it. That's why I came in first on that one. So. Maybe we needed to like punch each other out of the way more and troll each other. Maybe that if was we the had, point. If we, we were we too had, friendly. Uh, if we had played the game the way that the people in the trailers play right. Mario Party, just really just, like, getting in there, yeah. to each yeah, other. Yeah. it yeah. might have been well, like a full contact sport. So. Well, there was like the tricycle pedaling where you had to take the Joy-Con, hold it sideways, and go like this. I always hate those. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so but it's I, like you got to go I like this. I can tell you immediately when we started that you and I knew how to do it but right. pair you were you were going way too you were rotating to too much of a was, degree well, of pair, a radius pair was trying to ride the tricycle like he rides his bike like out on a yeah. sunday stroll you, you know do he's like got this doing radius. the real thing yeah yeah, Paris we have very big tricycles here. Yeah, just so. lounging. Yeah. Like, why, why competition? <laughs> Meanwhile, you and I were out. I Look, it's been it. at yeah. least 40 years longer that I've been on a tricycle than any of you guys. So. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been on a tricycle. Uh, tricycle, tricycle is not my favorite one. I thought it was fine. Uh, it was bad. We played uh, another one with... I felt like I was winding uh, up a toy or something. Yeah. 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 We, we played another one with a, where you dodged a bunch of football players. That was fun. Yeah, the so little the four, bull guys running through from The four of us were in a sort of a pit, and then who are those guys called? Bull, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were coming in from all angles, and you have to kind of dodge out of the way. Uh, that was fun. I like that one. Yeah, that, that was one pretty got good. hectic fast. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So did and you guys only play mini games? Yeah, yeah they yeah, only yeah, they only let you yeah. do like a selection of five mini games. Sense, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. And then we wanted to do more, but they're like, oh, next people. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another thing about uh, 
being IGN at Gamescom. It's like IGN at Gamescom is not the same thing as IGN at uh, E3. You know what I mean? Like, like normal humans. It teaches you yeah. some humility. In fact, I said something that I, yeah. I will forever regret to pair yesterday because I know that it's going to come back to haunt me. We were waiting in line to play uh, Super Mario Party, and I said, man, I don't remember the last time I waited in line to play a demo, and Pear said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I broke a nail. It was a really good impression, oh. though. Yeah, he did. To be it, fair. It was really spot on. Yeah, it was uh, terrible. Super Mario Party is out October 5th, so not too long a wait there. Looks good, though. I mean, yeah, I'm, really I'm excited fun. about it. I, it's been a long yeah. time since I was excited for yep. a Mario Party, and I think the, the sort of ubiquity of the switch yeah. lends itself to like having like busting out a couple of levels in the office like I i'm into it I i'll definitely be there day it's one good. you yeah. forgot the fifth mini game barrel rolling which sucked the most yeah. yeah so we stood you stood on top of a barrel and you had to tilt your joy con forward and steer it was awful well, forward was for speed uh -huh. it worked pretty well. I, I like that one slow it down that was actually the one that i was bumping you a lot so yeah. that's the one that we were kind of trolling each we other were on. very competitive you yeah. have to uh, get get, you have pair. to find these little <laughs> f-zero like speed speed arrows on the ground yeah. and get a little boost. Boosters, you yeah. decided to not take those instead yeah. go into the grass or the water. Yeah. I was convinced <laughs> that my Joy-Con wasn't working. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I was okay. getting very frustrated. Yeah, that's why we told you had to tilt it forward. It's acceleration. I was, I was tilting it no. I, I understand <laughs> physics. I, I got how it worked. It just wasn't working that well for me. And uh, I hate to lose. So I was being a little crybaby yeah. about so it. So we'll have a rematch once we get the game. We'll, yeah. we'll play a little bit and we'll explain the controls to you again. Thank you. You I guys can show me that. how to There's pedal a, a tricycle. mode in the beginning yeah. of every minigame, but we'll still you know, give you a freebie round. Yeah. And we'll capture some of these games and put them out there so people can see what we're awesome. talking about. So it's not just us uh, you know, sitting up here describing Joy-Cons with, uh, so with like awkward <laughs> hand Sorry you didn't get to play it yet. It's but okay. I show Mario Party, so I'm very So I guess that's a good question for you. Like. I'm sort of a lapsed Mario Party player. I was a Mario Party guy on Nintendo 64 when you would burn uh, holes in the palms of your hands spinning the, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, are, you ready, uh, are you ready for Mario Party again? Or have oh, you yeah. played all of them? I, Is that so something you've kept I up with? So I played up to six. Okay. And I still, I still have a GameCube, so anytime we have people over, we play four usually. Oh, good. Four's a good one. Four's a good one. I like the dungeon duos mm -hmm. um, yeah. minigame. That's my favorite minigame probably of all time. Other than the Lickitung one in uh, Pokemon Stadium. What was the puzzle was really game good. called? They had a really good kind of tech like puzzle game. Oh, Pokemon God. Puzzle League? No, but it but it was awesome. It was like, it could have been a standalone. Yeah. I'll look it up. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I'm kind of relapsed, but I'm always ready for a good, a good Mario Party game. Hmm. Bring it back. Yeah. Mario Party also uh, for our uh, listeners, 21 and over, great drinking game, killer it drinking is. game to play Mario Absolutely Party. Absolutely true. Yeah. We're yeah. in Germany. One. It's not 21 and over. What is it, 16 19? for beer. 16? Yeah, I was going to say, I Why think are you 16. So <laughs> Only for beer. animals out here. We All can't right. drive until we're 18, though. That's weird. Well, you just get drunk first, and then you're sober, <laughs> you can drive a car. You learn get it out of your, your system. Uh, you you learn how much uh, you, know, you get influenced before you get into a car. That's Safer. right. Uh, you know what, what is uh, similar to driving a car? Driving a spaceship. <laughs> Good segue. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I finally got an opportunity to play Starlink yesterday, and uh, I'll, I'll be the first to say it here. I freaking love Starlink. I think it is awesome. I had a blast playing it. Um, first were, bullet were point, you, Zach is a believer. That's were true. Were you <laughs> eh on it before after seeing it at E3? I wasn't, I okay. wasn't eh on it before. Yeah. I just hadn't had an opportunity to play it. And playing mm -hmm. it yesterday, to me, felt like the spiritual successor to... Star Fox, or, really? or the Star Fox game that I've wanted for a really long time. Like, it's nice that Star Fox is in here for Nintendo Switch. Yep. But um, so you didn't play it, a Star Fox? I did not play a Star Fox. I chose one of the, the uh, other characters. She was a drummer and had, like, a cool rhythm uh, mini game to, to do, like, an area attack. Yeah. It was very fun. But um, 
this game to me feels like what Star Fox should have been on Wii U. Uh, the the scale, the sense of speed, the ability to um, navigate planets in a like a full circumference, I think yeah. is really cool. Um, a little I bit love, more ground bound, like well, a little love, bit more strafey, right? That, like yeah, I yeah. love the ability that that this game gives you, where if you hold the right button on a plant while you're on a planet. Uh, you basically magnetize yourself to the ground, so it and takes you out of or out of out of the sky and brings you closer to the ground and keeps you low. So when you're fighting some of the like bigger bosses, like my demo ended in this giant sort of spider boss. Um, so when you fight that boss, you stay low and it's much easier to strafe and it almost feels like a third-person shooter. And then you can bounce back up, yep. get back into the sky, go to your next objective. Um, and like other otherwise, like it's very technically impressive. Yep. I think it, it, it sort of looks, but <laughs> like, it doesn't look awesome. It looks dithered. Like, the, yeah. it, it has, yeah. The textures are a little bit muddy. There's mm -hmm. a lot of pop in. But the idea that you can totally no man's sky this thing and go from the planet's surface all the way out into orbit. There's six planets to explore um, seamlessly. I think it's really, really cool. Really impressive. Yeah. I think at this point, you know, like... When Ubisoft first, first show uh, Rabbits, for example, everybody's like, oh, is this going to be good? Right. I think the same reaction with this game where people said, Toys to Life game now after yeah. everybody's shutting down their lines. Well, what the is thing. this? Like, yeah. I think it's initial conception yeah. as a game. They, they may have led with the wrong foot because its initial conception did seem like just a Toys to Life thing. Yeah. But you can actually get everything just digitally. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the physical components. And that was a key thing that they left out. I remember it wasn't until like an interview um, with one of the designers that that information came out. Mm -hmm. and then they introduce the whole Star Fox crossover thing, mm -hmm. which is when people started paying attention. But my lesson mm -hmm. now is, you know, give Ubisoft the benefit of the doubt. They're definitely treating Switch as a unique and different platform. So some of the games where they're leading with with Switch, uh, I think you know they deserve uh, they deserve some some credit. So long as they're leveraging yeah. that relationship, yeah. they're really doing cool. it well. They're yeah. two for two on pleasant surprises yeah. now. It's yeah. not like yeah. they're not. Porting like Rayman One, right? right. Or Saints Row Three. Well, I mean, they also <laughs> are porting Rayman, but they're yeah. also giving us like <laughs> incentive to, to like. I love the idea that Ubisoft and Nintendo have partnered to do things that are sort of outside of Nintendo's wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like they're bringing us Rabbids, uh, Mario and Rabbids, which is great because we have strategy game like Fire Emblem, but that's sort of niche. Mm -hmm. Like Mario plus Rabbids is maybe a different appeal or a different audience, right? And then yep. you've got something like this, like like. Obviously, we've uh, experimented with Star Fox in the past, and it's been mixed results. Uh, even coming from a, a developer like Platinum, so it's nice to see Ubisoft take a crack at it and really nail it. I, I'm, I'm totally sold on this game. Yep. Whereas before, it was like, oh, I, I might check that out when it comes out. Now I'm, I'm in it to win it with this. Like I, I really, really enjoyed my time with this game, and cool. I will play a Star Fox, and I will pretend that it's a Star Fox. And game. I will buy the little toy. I don't know if that okay. surprised you or. Uh, you know. Not at all. But I, I'm also interested, so yesterday was the first time I got to play it, and they had the setup of, uh, you know, the, the ship, the customizable ship. And I thought it was cool, like, that you could pop things off, but it was also a little annoying because to change, you know, enemies have different types. There's fire types, ice types, whatever. They all have weaknesses. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you pop things off in mid-gameplay, it pauses the game and allows you to swap things out, which is nice. But it's also like, well... Couldn't I just do that in a menu? Like, I, I don't know. And you can. Right? Okay. I mean, it's optional, yeah. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Interesting. Cool. Uh, really dug it. Um, moving on, we also played uh, Diablo 3. Which was a weird demo. And yeah, again, we didn't bring Sydney because Sydney was working while we were playing. Yeah, which I hope you guys I, had fun. We're sorry. We Did were you sorry. play Diablo 3 before? Like, no, no, not a, I didn't. Not no. no. Well, I have I got a it. plan for you? <laughs> Diablo 3 on Nintendo Switch because guess what? That sure is Diablo 3. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they dropped us into a demo where, were we level 70 or something? Yeah. Like, so we were Too completely high. maxed mm -hmm. out. Every character mm -hmm. had like the insane uh, attacks. all of our abilities, everything was my maxed My necromancer out, yeah. had like, you know, eight skeletons, skeletons following. Yeah. Like, we were just spamming the hell out of everything. It was pretty packed on the screen. It ran nicely, so yeah. it didn't slow down. It's not like the, you know, the what you're seeing kind of polygon and environment wise is up to snuff with modern games, mm -hmm. but, but it ran really smoothly. Um, we played uh, Wireless Link, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no three lag player, no lag, it was quick. Yeah. And best of all, when you go into your menus and you're an, an annoying player who keeps on equipping every single thing you find, the other player can keep on going. They're not tethered to your screen. They're, they're not paused. Um, so all that stuff is happening. Sounds to me like maybe you've spent some pl time playing Diablo 3 yes. with your kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They are, you know, like same with games like Borderlands. You'll always have that one person on the party who like spends way too much time at the at the Looking vending at the machines. Hey, yeah. that wasn't me. I was going around <laughs> lasering zombies. Tina was that person in Borderlands. This game is going to be killer on an airplane with friends, or you're waiting in line at a movie theater because you can just pop in with your characters. I will say everything seemed incredibly good. small. Maybe it's my eyes, but it was very it tiny it when is, I was squinting yeah. at it. Yeah. Mm. You feel that way? Uh, Just me. I don't know. I, I had a, I had trouble. We also played Smash, and, and not unlike Smash, I kind of had trouble keeping track of what exactly was going on and where I was. So, but so it's you even like your icons are difficult to see, or or I any of the text saying what, what you're. No. I think Six. she means limits. <laughs> no, so. I your icons. Yeah, I got it. So it was I, a joke. I think the issue in one. this case, again, we were maxed out, and we had all the most devastating effects, and we kind of stuck together too. So you mm -hmm. you can you can spread apart a little bit more within each dungeon. Um, I, I yeah, we were like tackling different quadrants for a while yeah. there. It was good teamwork. No, yeah. no fault of the game itself. I just kind of forgot how to play uh, uh, Diablo, mm -hmm. so I had a I had a bit of a tough time. I died a couple of times. Tina was getting angry with me. She said I was no good at the you game. You died once, I and, died then, like, and then we I died abandoned like the game. Times. Oh, really? Yeah. And then wow. I died zero times. <laughs> I the died big zero thing, times. The big thing about this game, obviously, is the loot drop system, right? Mm. Like being able to get cool new upgrades, equip them, go back out, farm some of that stuff. And when, you, when you're doing a demo at, at an event like this, that just doesn't happen. Like you don't care about mm. anything you find, so some of that game loop is removed. Yeah, you don't get that progression, that feeling. But um, towards yeah, that. If, you, if, if you've never played Diablo, it's an incredibly addicting uh, experience when you're playing with friends. It's basically just another excuse to play. Yep. Now on Switch. Or will be. Will be. Yeah, it comes out later this year. Uh, but we'll we want to talk about games. We want to talk about games that are already out. Uh, yes. Early on uh, on Gamescom, I think it was during the keynote, they announced that Morphe's Law was mm -hmm. coming to Switch. It was one of those kind of like, and you can play it right now sort yeah. of things. So Morphe's nice. Law is a game that we saw in an early uh, Nintendo uh, Indie Showcase mm -hmm. uh, and kind of sparked, like, caught our attention for sure because it's so weird. But you've been playing it and I wanted, <laughs> I, you, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so Morphe's Law, it is a shooter, which mm -hmm. I like. Um, but it really like flips it on its head as far as when you're shooting, you are shooting to kill, sort of, but that's very secondary. Like mm -hmm. the winning team isn't the team the most number of kills mm -hmm. you're actually building the team avatars so it's whoever's avatar is bigger at the end of the timer i don't remember what the time limit is it might be like 10 minutes mm -hmm. um it's wins. like that like game when you go to the carnivals and you're just shooting a water gun into like and a big thing yeah, yeah yeah but so everywhere <laughs> so if you shoot an opponent's like leg then your legs are getting bigger and theirs are getting smaller but the way that the maps are designed is as you get bigger and technically are that would mean you're winning you can't always get to different areas because like 
You're there, too big to get you're through. You're too big now, to get yeah. through. Yeah. So it has a really interesting way of balancing skill in the game, which I am like very absurdly bad at this game. Maybe I'm just bad at Switch. I don't know. I'm <laughs> not good at this at all. Um, but it is a lot of fun to play, which is saying something because I don't like being bad at things, but I am still playing. It. And you can uh, you can kind of add insult to injury by like making somebody's head really tiny and mm -hmm. like you know. Like, you, you can see yeah. that in the vi video if you want. I wish it. the final round was just the two big avatars battling it out. Right? That'd be great. Yeah. That yeah. would be great. Well, and there's one map that the two avatars are on either side. And as one gets bigger, it tips the map. So the map is actually moving as pretty cool. the, um, the game progresses. So I really, really like it. I think it's super innovative and... Um, there is tilt control similar to Splatoon, mm -hmm. which I turned off immediately. Yep. Yeah, yep. same. Yeah. Yeah. But if you Sounds like right. that, you I can like play it. like that. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you can turn it on. It's whatever you get used to. Honestly, go, if you play Splatoon, you should play it with tilt, con tilt control. It's just mm -hmm. better. Okay. It's not an opinion. Hot it's take. A, it's, it's a fact. It's a hot take. Uh, okay. No, but I'll, I, I want to try this. I mean, this game looks really weird to me where I'm like, I think the concept is so intriguing. I just can't tell whether it's actually fun. Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of watching it, it's it's funny to look at. Mm -hmm. But I'm yeah. curious to see how that gameplay element um, figures into play. Because that's, like, when you're that big, it's so, you're, like, such a huge target for everybody. Is that still, can it be frustrating or is it fun? You just I gotta be a better player. That big because I'm not good. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Well, go. I'm pretty consistently small. All right, so. all right. Yeah. Uh, Morpheus Law, not out now, not on the show floor. Uh, mm -hmm. But there are all, there were a lot of other indies that we got to see yesterday when we were wandering yeah. on the show floor. Uh, Tina, you specifically wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Gardens Between, and yeah. you wrote like just so <laughs> many notes here. Well, so I didn't play it at Gamescom. I played it at PAX. You weren't supposed to say that. Part. But it's at Gamescom, which counts. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> so it's an interesting game because it's just, it's like a really poetic kind of puzzle kind of platforming game. So basically you have a lantern and you have a friend and you're trying to get lights in your lantern and it helps you progress. So you can fast forward and rewind to get to different platforms. That's the basic like gameplay aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But around each environment, there are these like giant objects. So it's kind of very dreamlike levels. Um, so there'll be like a Game Boy somewhere, uh, some kind of like MP3 player, something like that. And so all these objects are supposed to be representative of moments that you shared with your friend, things that brought you together. So the whole idea of the game uh, is that you're just kind of exploring friendship and mm -hmm. fast forwarding and rewinding through memories and it's the kind of way that we connect with memories by kind of going over them in our heads back and forth. So it's just like really beautiful and pretty and I like the whole concept behind it. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It it's really got a really cool yeah, art Yeah, definitely style. caught my eye. There were, there were a couple of indie games that I thought were visually really impressive. Like, mm -hmm. this was one. It was the Unruly Heroes game. We, we Unfortunately, people kept on hogging it. We yeah. didn't get to play it, but it, it looks like a really pretty kind of Rayman-style yeah, side-scroller. that was the platformer that you and I were watching. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, that was really nice. T Tina decided to play a whole bunch of indie games that take a very long time to play. <laughs> yeah, there was one called Night Call yes. that was also really... I mean, there's just a difference between, like, a good game and a good game to demo, and that is not a good game to demo. Um, Night Call is basically you're this taxi driver and you're trying to figure... Game. Yeah, it's a narrative-driven game and you're trying to figure out um, who's the serial killer that's going around, I believe, uh, Paris? Mm 
Yep. And uh, so you're going through and picking up different passengers and you're talking to them. And at the end of your shift, you go home and you have this big like detective board where you put everyone that you've met. And there are three potential murderers per game, 75 full characters. Everyone's game has a different murderer. So it's just an exploration of, of dialogue, essentially. But it's such a difficult game to demo because like I talked to three people and then was like, all right, had some conversations or some <laughs> weird people with some weird drama going on, yeah. Uh, yeah. which connects to the whole like cab driver experience uh, if you've ever talked to your it cabbie looked, it looked intriguing to me just no? the art style and the the concept of it but yeah that's like the, it's the like a very type of game style. i'd never i'd never want to play at an, uh, yeah. an event yeah it wasn't yeah. a good game to demo yeah i feel like there, there's a there's a very definite line between games that that have good demos but it's something mm. like this on a trade show like this and games that just aren't built to to be demoed in this environment yeah how do you vertical and it's especially hard like, exactly there's not only that but it's like it's especially hard because we're American Press at a German show, and it's like when I was doing my uh, Starlink demo, everything was in German, all the prompts are in German, and I was fine with that. I had somebody that was, yep. you know, kind of telling me, okay, this is how you do this, this is, you know, kind of walking me through it. But I did hear some people ask, like, well, can you set, can you reset it to, to English? Like, I'd like to play in English, and it's yeah. like, well, I don't know. That seems like a, a bit of an ask. And, and demos, I think, are tough to begin with, mm -hmm. and so especially something as like a sort of out of the box and artistic as, as Night yeah. Call. There's too much see. depth to it to be yeah. able to get anything out of like yeah. a 10 minute demo. Yeah, and they're, they're, you know, obviously there are a bunch of uh, strategy games, like turn-based strategy games are never a great demo. Yeah, slower um, games like that. But sure. I'll, I'll try and go back and, and play some of the other indies on this play. But I, I did get to play uh, Wonder Boy, for example. Hmm. Uh, no, Monster Boy. Monster I got Boy. to play Monster Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I did play Wonder, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy was yeah, last I was year. Say, we, we've all got uh, to play Wonder Boy. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that, that's an easier game to jump into. You know, it's a, it's a platformer with this kind of beautiful hand-drawn art style. And uh, in the demo, you could play, play as two of the, the characters. Uh, oh, one, snack. you know, one is this uh, this this frog guy who has um, who has the ability to use his tongue to like latch onto things and swing, you know, like kind of mm -hmm. Castlevania style, uh, like like whip uh, whip stuff from from the 16-bit uh, days. You can actually swing between these different poles, and uh, it, it's really fun. I mean, it's a it's a clever little. Um, uh, Clever little platformer with a lot of puzzle elements. You know, like for example, your sword can freeze water, and you can create yourself little platforms and ascend a, a, a waterfall. It's multiple uh, playable, um, playable characters. Um, but I did really like what I saw so far. It's just really vibrant, beautiful. Again, like. I want to call it Rayman style, but like that kind of whimsical art style. It's got like, to me, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough, yeah. And uh, you know, crazy big bosses, uh, if you're watching this footage here, you can see that they're playing a lot. Um, uh, with uh, with rotation as well, you know. Again, going back to some of the the 16-bit Mode 7 based games, um, you you can just kind of solve puzzles by moving the screen and, and latching onto things. Was there the two tongue. player in this game? I forget. Is uh, that one? I, I didn't, get to, I didn't get to try it. Okay. I, I think it's really interesting that you can you can switch characters on the fly. I think it opens up a lot of yep. possibility for some really cool puzzles. Yep. You know, the ability to move through environments in different ways, like we just saw the frogman like. Jumping up through, mm -hmm. like using uh, environmental stuff to latch onto, and then foregoing all of that, turning into a dragon and just shooting straight upwards. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I got a little sliver of that. Unfortunately, they, they didn't have a, um, I couldn't hear audio with that one, but mm -hmm. you know, imagine uh, it'll be a little, a little easier to time your attacks and your jumps when you, when you get the audio cues. But it, it, it was fun to play. Looking yeah. forward to it. It comes out in November, right? Uh, sure does. Yes, yep. November 6th. Okay. Yeah, I had to, I got lost here so in my So definitely notes. that one is on my list. Um, uh -huh. And then, uh, 
What else did I get to play? Uh, looks like we got to play uh, Everspace and Planet Alpha. So I did. So Planet Alpha, I think. Yeah, I watched you play. Oh, you're right. Do you want to talk about Planet Alpha first? We first got maybe? Everspace on the screen. Yeah. Huh? We got Everspace. This is Everspace. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is, no, this is Planet Alpha. No, that's no, Planet, Planet Alpha. Alpha. All right, just kidding. So, yeah, Planet Alpha, it, it was really pretty. I think that's what drew me to it initially. Um, mm -hmm. It looks kind of like a redundant, this is redundant to say, but like an, an indie No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, A side-scroller No Man's Sky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get to see any of what we're seeing on screen right now. It was very, like, intro-level stuff. Um, so it was a little bit slow when I was playing because all I was doing was platforming and kind of exploring like all these really colorful creatures and these mm -hmm. colorful environments. Um, but they, they referenced it as kind of like inside Limbo-like. So it's basically supposed to be a story that's played out through your environmental exploration of it. And I suppose that later in the line, you get uh, some ability, you get more abilities that you learn, and then everything is contingent on a day-night cycle. So certain of those abilities um, contribute to the day versus the night. And setting. there's a mystery, right? Like you crash land on a planet, and yeah. I, I watch you just kind of navigate the environment at first, but then get into some kind of alien technology stuff, and so. Yeah then I guess the questions are what the heck is going on here. Exactly. And, yeah. So there's some like puzzle elements too. So towards the end, the, the most gamey that the demo got was towards the end when I saw like some kind of sun symbol and something mm -hmm. around that. And you're supposed to line them up as you like rotate certain platforms. So there's puzzle elements in there. Not sure. like a high action dodge attacks game, more kind of like you jump, like more like flashback or something more like that. You know, yeah. yeah, like that was kind of But there's some platforming yeah. in there as well. Uh, Planet Alpha is out. September 4th. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. We got a couple more games that we wanted to talk about, but maybe we can put those in the We'll bring uh, them back like the Everspace, the, the you YouTube know. description, yep. something like that. We yeah. can we can figure that out, but uh, guys, we are out of time. I wanted to thank you each for joining me today on stage, and thank I wanted you. to thank you for watching. Don't forget that uh, NBC is IGN's Nintendo show, but we're not the only show on IGN. You can also check out Podcast Beyond, Game Scoop, Unlocked, what else we got? Fire Team Chat. So many shows over there. Keep in mind that we are usually Thursdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and Fridays, 4 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube. This is a very special episode because we're all the way out here in Cologne. And sleepy. And sleepy. We are jet lagged <laughs> a little bit. But thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, keep it right here. Next week we'll be back with more Nintendo news that you can use. And we'll see you then. Pear? Get the thing. Listen.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.